If you have primary school-aged kids or grandkids, make sure Vision Kids is part of their daily routine. Vision Kids! Vision Kids is a 24-7 online radio stream featuring the ever-popular Adventures in Odyssey. Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Plus other world-class radio dramas, kids' music and friendly voices. G'day, Vision Kids. Vision Kids is streaming now in the Vision app and online at visionkids.org.au. You can also tell your smart speakers to play Vision Kids Radio. If you don't already have the Vision app on your phone or tablet, you can download it for free when you search Vision Christian Media in your app store. Vision Kids. Another way we're helping the whole family look to God daily. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. And joining me right now, it's a pleasure to welcome onto the program Wendy Francis from the Christian Lobby. How are you doing? I'm really good, Matt, and great to talk to you. It's always good to uh, catch up with you, and I, I saw some of the uh, Facebook Live videos you were doing across the weekend, and I saw Matt Niles posting lots of goodies at the Not Ashamed conference. What was it all yeah. like? It was just such a good vibe. Um, we had, a, uh, you know, there were 1,600 that had registered. I think probably we had about 1,400. Well, I know we had about 1,400 there. It was a massive and it was so inspiring. Um, I, I, I can't tell you that there was a particular highlight for me in the day because it was just um, people were so grateful to be together and and hearing truth spoken so well in the public sphere. It was great, yeah. And for those who hadn't heard about the speakers, I know Martin mentioned them last week, but um, can you uh, just give us a bit of a snapshot of who, who the speakers were? Yeah, so we had Dr Peter Jones. He started the day off and he's from... Um, in the UK, and he has uh, a ministry that he started, Truth Exchange, and he talked, he just um, unpacked what's happening in the West. So I, I really recommend people to go online and see his message. But then we had people like Tanya Davies, who has been a hero in New South Wales over the abortion legislation. Uh, we had a number of people who just gave their testimonies about some of the tough stuff that's been happening um, in regards to freedom of, of religion in our country. Uh, of course, we had Israel Folau there. He was brilliant. Um, it's the first time I've actually heard him uh, speak. He did a an interview with Martin Niles, Cad Martin. Um, yeah, it was just it, it, the day just went on and on. Dr. Stephen Shavora was another one. Um, I had the opportunity to speak to, so it was it was a brilliant day. And what was your topic? What did you speak on? I spoke on sexuality. I spoke on gender fluid stuff, but also pornography, because what I was speaking about was uh, that we need to stand up and protect the innocence of our children. Mm. Um, so you know my heart, Matt, and that is for our children in our nation, and that's what I was addressing. Mm. Wonderful. And I, I noticed you posted a, a, a video of some of the worship at the event. It looked like it was a beautiful time of Christians getting together. It was. Mm. You, I mean, you know, like we've got 1,500 people there singing, and it was very simply done. We had a keyboard and a guitarist and some singers. So it was very simple but very powerful, and they were brilliant musicians. So mm. that was quite a special part of the day. Mm. So good to see, and I was very curious to see uh, the news.com.au article. Also, the Sydney Morning Herald uh, put up a, a couple of articles, and they focused on Israel Folau's comments he made at uh, the conference. Uh, what's your take on that? Oh, so disappointing because um, the, the first articles that I saw actually I thought were quite good. And then I think what happened was that reporters reported on 
the articles not actually having been there because they made it seem as if Israel was saying, I'd do it again. I know I was going to offend. Um, too bad. I'll just go out there and offend. That was not it at all. Israel was brilliant. Um, he was so uh, gentle and godly. Um, even when Martin, like Martin at one stage said to him, you know, I know that there's a lot of uh, stuff that goes in the media that must be hurtful, but what about when Christians actually misunderstand you and, and say things? And even then, Israel said, look, God is a God of forgiveness. He's forgiven me. Certainly, I've got no right not to forgive anybody. But yes, it does hurt. Um, so he was just this gentle, godly man. And what he was saying was, look, I, I, I believe what I said was true. Yes, if I was called to do it again, I, I would do it again. Um, there's, there's nothing I would change in that way. But he wasn't saying, oh, tough, you know, I'm, I'm going to, if I offend people, that's t- too bad. It was like, you know, the gospel is offensive. And he even said, I've been offended by the gospel in the past. I'm offended by it because it's tough on me as well. Mm, um, mm. Yeah, that was his message. Mm, so good. And, uh, you know, the, the reality is there are a lot of Pacific Islander Christians in our nation, and a lot of them playing rugby, a lot of them all, all, all around our nation. And I actually think we need to learn from them because they've got a beautiful faith, haven't they? Absolutely. And a lot of them were there. Um, and we've got people like uh, Hedley Fahaki, who's leading up the ACC um, side of the United Church, the Confessing Congregations. And he was there. People like him were there. And these people are giants in their faith. And I think people like Hedley are really facing uh, what I would call persecution in our nation and just standing so strong and such, in one way, such a simple faith, but such a strong faith. I, I I'm deeply touched by them. Mm, wonderful. And on a related topic, uh, religious freedom, interesting to see that the Attorney General, Christian Porter, says businesses have gone too far, backing up Prime Minister Morrison's previous comment that business needs to stick to its knitting. <laughs> interesting <laughs> comments. It is. It is. And I think what he's saying is, look, if you're the Qantas boss, then stick to what you do best, and that is getting us safely from A to B. And don't tell us how we can think and what we can think. And don't tell us what's right and wrong about what we believe. You know, this, um, the latest uh, uh, stats that came out of our you know, ABS is 60% of Australians are religious and you know, basically, businesses are telling us leave your religion at the door. Well, that's not that's well, that's certainly not being a Christian, and that's not being a person of faith in any faith. Mm. We don't just leave our religion at the door. We don't just walk into our our workplace and decide, okay, now I now I've just got to be a servant to the to the whatever business I'm at. No, we're first and foremost a Christian, and you know, if you're a teacher, you're you're not a, a teacher who happens to be a Christian. You're a Christian who happens to be a teacher. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's it, it was a good comment, I thought. And it's interesting that, uh, you know, so the ACL acknowledges that it's a step in the right direction, this uh, religious freedom legislation that's being looked at, uh, but it could result in courts interpreting what is correct faith doctrine. Just unpack that one for us. Yeah, well, that's right. So what, you know, in a number of these areas, there's still uh, very grey areas. And so what we're going to see is judges who are not elected. So we elect our politicians. And if we don't like what they have brought in, you know, a case in, 
and point is New South Wales abortion laws, then we have the right to vote them out. We don't do that with judges. Mm. Um, and so when we put into law things that are just a little bit vague, so at the moment, uh, for instance, in its current form, the bill doesn't count charities like uh, like hospitals or aged care homes as a religious body. And so they would not have any uh, protection under mm. the religious discrimination bill. Religious schools, they could ad- they can refuse, um, under this bill, they would be able to refuse to hire somebody who doesn't adhere to their religion, but it doesn't allow them to refuse to hire somebody who identifies um, as homosexual, for instance, mm. and if that was part of the school's, um, what the school wanted to have as part of their, um, what they teach their children, then that wouldn't be allowed. So there are grey areas, and once you put them in law, then it's the judges who actually um, decide, mm. not our politicians. Okay, well, certainly a, a hot topic to watch. And uh, the ACL has also got a campaign and petition uh, about uh, pornography talking yeah. about age verification laws. What's your thoughts on that? So this has been quite a, an amazing move from our government and we're really grateful to them because probably about a month ago they launched this age verification law campaign. It's an inquiry wanting to know from Australians, uh, particularly mums and dads, what what protections we need to put in place to protect our children from pornography online. Now, even the fact that they're running the inquiry is an acknowledgement that there are huge issues for our children online um, and other other um, organisations I know have been pushing this as well. But at the moment, there's probably only in the realm of about 60 submissions that have gone in and we need a 1,000 because we need the government to know that this is a really important issue. Pornography is a huge issue for our children. And so if you just go to the ACL webpage, we've made it really easy um, to put in just a quick submission Submissions close this Friday, but we need our government to know thank you for looking into the issue of pornography for our children and we want to encourage you to do all you can to protect them online. It's, it's, it's actually a really urgent issue for our children. And I don't think there's any parent in Australia who, if you ask, do you want your children to unlock pornography easily online, they'd all say no. And so we need to encourage the government and say, yes, please do this. Absolutely. Once again, the website is acl.org.au and you can search up there for the petition about uh, age verification with porn websites. Uh, A great petition. Uh, Everyone needs to get involved in that. Uh, And also, euthanasia. Uh, What's happening uh, with WA and Queensland? What's the latest there? So in WA, it's even more advanced than Queensland. So in WA, one of the things I would say to people is the law, the, the suggested bill in the, in the WA, Western Australia, is that not only would, um, do they want people to be able to uh, request uh, assisted suicide, they want doctors to be able to suggest it. So they want doctors to be able to suggest it to their patients. This is actually diabolical. Mm. And it is actually changing doctors from being um, people who care about your health to actually being allowed to be executioners. It's really quite frightening. And so that's in Western Australia. We need people to contact their members of parliament and tell them that they want them to vote against this bill. And then in Queensland, there's also an inquiry happening the report in Queensland doesn't come back until March next year. But again, what we need is we need people to contact their members of parliament and say, please look, 
we need to fix the palliative care system before we can even consider a death system. What are we doing when we, when we can't actually offer um, really good palliative care to people in rural and regional areas? How can we then say, well, look, we can't really offer you any health care, but we can offer you this way, and it's a, it's a poison to kill you. Um, it's, it's actually quite frightening. Mm, absolutely heartbreaking and mm. of course once again uh, the website acl.org.au uh, if you'd like to uh, find the links and the information also there's a great link at uh, cherishlife.org.au mm. uh, has a great link for those in Queensland that would like to speak up about that uh, I've filled out a few of those petitions over the last few months and yeah. we've just got to keep uh, filling out those petitions contacting our MPs ringing up Talkback Radio uh, writing letters to the editor you know we need to just keep speaking up about this don't we Wendy? We really do because that's the way we can speak truth in the public square and God calls people to stand in that gap. He says that he wants us to rebuild the wall and that wall that we need to rebuild is a wall of righteousness but he wants people to speak truth in the public square and it says that when he looked around and he saw no one, he was, he was dismayed um, mm. that he saw no one. So we, we can't be those people who are, who are not doing it. So just, uh, just sending in those submissions, signing those petitions, that's quite powerful. Mm, absolutely, and I don't think I've spoken to you since the pro-life march in in uh, Queensland. How did that one yeah. go for you? It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the morning it was raining. I know that um, Tishan was from Cherish Life because she was the one who organised the march. She did a brilliant job, and uh, it was raining, and she was praying. We were all praying. By lunchtime, the sun came out. It was brilliant. And we had um, probably close to 3,000, I would estimate. It would have been in the two th- between two and 3,000. And so that, for, um, for us in Brisbane, that's brilliant. And we had Tanya Davies again, who we had at ACL. She came up from New South Wales. She's really a, a hero in this area. So it was, it was a great time of, of great encouragement for people who care about the unborn. Mm, wonderful. Well, once again, Wendy, it's been so good to catch up with you. Now, before we let you go, uh, yeah. we're doing 31 days of prayer and fasting for rain, repentance and renewal. Mm. And we're asking uh, some of our guests to just say a bit of a prayer with our listeners mm. uh, for this across our nation. Are you, are you willing to lead us in some prayer? I would love to do that, Matt. All right, thanks. Go for it. Father, we just uh, thank you that we can come to you with all of the, the needs that are on our hearts. And if we think of what um, the greatest need across Australia is at the moment, it is for refreshing rain. And that is not just in a, in a physical way, that is a spiritual way as well, Lord. We need your refreshment. But many of our people are struggling deeply in our, in our areas where there is no rain. And so, Father, we would plead with you to send the rains. We know that we are dependent on you. We know that you have promised that the seasons will come and the seasons will go. Um, and we know in one way, Lord, we don't even deserve your grace, but we plead with you for it. And we pray for the ones who are on the land, who even today are wondering where their next, where, the, where tomorrow will lead them. We pray for them that you will somehow reach out and give them a peace in their heart so that they know that their, their hope is in you. Our hope is not in anything physical, but our hope is in you. But today, Lord, we ask, Send the rains that you that you only you can do. This is this is completely dependent on you, and we just plead with you, Lord. Please send the rain to our dry and thirsty land. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Well, Wendy, it's always a pleasure to catch up. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your uh, you know standing up and speaking out for life and 
uh, family values across our nation. God bless you. Thanks for your time. God bless you, Matt. We love you. God bless. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.